0: Hey guys, Monty here. You're listening to The Spin Room on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We've got a review of the new Battles album, Juice Beat Crips. But first, here's In This Life by Paul Vol off their '96 record, Exploded Drawing. Povole is one of the best bands to come out of the Chapel Hill scene from North Carolina in the 1990s, which also birthed bands like the Archers of Loaf, one of my favorite bands of all time. And they were formed in 1990. They released two albums before Exploded Drawing. And those were Core Cane Secret in 92 and Today's Active Lifestyles in 93. They released Shapes in 97, In Prism in 2009, and Siberia, in 2013. Exploded Drawing is one of my favorite records from the 90s just in general, it's a fantastic influence of indie rock and math rock together. There's a lot of post-hardcore influence there. And the production is just fantastic. And that's aided by Bob Weston of Shellac fame, one of my favorite producers ever. Just a fantastic guy you want on your post-hardcore album. But we're not reviewing Exploded Drawing today. We're not reviewing Bob Weston records today. We are reviewing Battles Juice B. Crips today. And before we get into that, I do want to talk a little bit about some other records that were released today that have been getting a decent amount of attention. Starting with the new Fouls record, Everything Not Saved Will Be Lost Part 2. They released Part 1 earlier in this year, and the records have gotten a decent amount of critical attention. If you're into indie rock or accessible indie rock and dance punk and a little bit of math rock influence there, definitely check this out. Also, you had stuff coming out from Floating Points, Crush, Progressive Electronic, Deep House, Disco, UK Bass, fantastic record. They released Reflections Mojave Desert back in 2017, which was a great atmospheric record. Floating Points is one of the more important Progressive Electronic acts Of this decade. Also, if you're into Weezer when they were good, check out White Reaper's new record, You Deserve Love, which is a very straightforward power pop record. Definitely worth listening to if you're into that kind of music. Foxes in Fiction released Trillum Killer today, Dream Pop and Ambient Pop. It's on Bandcamp and Spotify, check it out there. Also, the second half of Chairlift released an album today. I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name because I'm not good at it. But I believe it is Caroline Polachek, and her record is called Pang. Chairlift, of course, disbanded back in 2016 after their album Moth, and Moth was a decent record. It wasn't really my taste, but I could see how people considered it decent. I gave it around a 3 out of 10, which is a bad score for me, but again, purely based on the fact that I really don't like sugary pop music. But this new record is apparently quite powerful. It's getting a lot of attention on RYM as being a great record. Last I checked on RYM, it was over 4 points, which is just a fantastic score for a record right off the bat there. It's probably going to go down, though. It usually does. But there are countless uh, good releases. Apparently, Howdy released Heavy Lifter, which is their third record. They released something, I think, back in 2017, or it could be 2018. I could be wrong on that one, but Howdy's worth checking out, and Lightning Bolt released an album last week. Definitely worth checking that out, too. We never mentioned it. JPEG Mafia released a new record. There's just a lot of music coming out right now, and we haven't covered a lot of it. I've been quite busy recently traveling around and We had Fall Break, but I'm excited to review this new Battles record, Juice B. Crips, because I distinctly remember when their last record, La Di Dadi, came out in 2015 when I was just getting into indie rock, and I remember attempting to listen to Gloss Drop, the record which had came out in 2011 and had gotten considerable amount of critical attention for being just this quirky math rock record, came out, and... I didn't like it then, but I do have to say my opinion has slightly changed. With Juice Be Crips, I never bothered listening to Ladi Dadi because it just didn't get that much great critical attention. I also hated the album cover; it's a bunch of bananas and fruits and whatnot. But this is just a very interesting record from start to finish, and we're gonna play the first song off this record right now for you. And here is. The song Ambulance. you're getting a sense of the band here. They're just extremely quirky. They always have been. And this quirkiness has led them to be defined as probably the most important math rock band of the 2010s. Math rock being a genre which has sort of not received a lot of attention recently. But Battles has consistently redefined what the genre means, at least on the zeitgeist. And they've been consistently innovating, doing quirky things, as I mentioned before. And their albums are just trips, for lack of a better term. They are trips of music. And Juice Be Crips is just another one of those trips. Except they flip it on its head a bit with this one. More so than the last. This is a lot more experimental than their last few records. There's a lot more features on this record. Battles was a three-piece band for their last project, and now they're a two-piece with their drummer and their guitarist. And they've consistently downgraded in size their entire career. They started back in 2008 as a four piece band. So their sound has just continually evolved as people have left the band. And this record, I think, really showcases that to a massive degree. It's not really rock forward in any sense of the word. Again, this is a clearly experimental record, they do a lot with rhythm on this record. They do a lot of just playfulness on this record. I'd even hesitate to call this a math rock record. I know a lot of people are probably throwing up their arms and saying that's a really dumb assertion to make because it's battles. Well, I consider this more of a neo-psychedelia record. It just gives me more animal collective vibes than anything. And we're going to play another song here from the record. And this is A Loop So Nice. It is the second song off the record. And you're listening to The Spin Room here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. So again, you're sort of getting the feel of why I don't consider this a straightforward math rock record. That's just been thrown out the window. Uh, There's a lot of these electronic suites on this record, and sometimes that just doesn't work for the band. I'm not going to play any of those songs that I don't think work, but oftentimes the band sort of blends into the background. It sort of feels like I'm listening to a solo record more than I am a band actually working through things. But then again the drumming is stellar on this record like through and through i cannot express enough the best part of this album is its drumming also it's crystal clear production we cannot set that aside the production is fantastic on this thing it's a great headphones record also they have some very interesting very interesting features on this record we have john anderson on sugarfoot which is one of their longest songs on the record at 5 minutes and 18 seconds. And if you don't know who John Anderson is, John Anderson is one of the main people in ES, the band that released Roundabout. And you can sort of tell because it has this weird overarching 70s prog rock vibe to it, that song, but it's completely off the wall. And we're going to play Sugarfoot for you right now, just because we talked about it, and I want you to get a sense of just how weird this record is. Here's Sugarfoot.
1: By battles, <laughs> 没有其实的故事
0: This song slowly builds over time and it just takes a long time to get to its full effect but it's definitely worth checking out on this record it's one of the highlights of it in my personal opinion again completely off the wall i don't know how many times we have to go through that point but it's what this record is however i do have to mention this record is also subdued in many senses of the word It doesn't feel like when I'm listening to this thing that I'm listening to something intentionally zany. The zaniness is there, but it's sort of reined in. And then there's this progressive electronic element of the record, which is a driving force. And you heard it on Sugarfoot. It's just almost krautrock, very, very beat driven, very rhythm driven. And it doesn't feel like they're going all over the place. It feels very straightforward but it just deviates in its style. And that's a thing that I love about this record. It doesn't feel intentionally quirky. It doesn't feel sporky, if that's a word you can use. Now, my favorite song off this record is IZM, which features Shabazz Palaces, which is a rap group which released a fantastic record earlier in this decade. And I think Battles needs to release an album just with music like this on it. Here is I-Z-M. I I come to you by the upper grace. A day by the cherry paste. Young hustler. but those who sought the other taste. Young In a cave, it all took place. The endless, winless race. Young hustler, don't move so fast. Young
1: hustler, a little gotta last. Young hustler, it comes, then it goes Young
0: hustler, best flow your road, man Young hustler, matriculate Young hustler, life's more than cake, boy Young hustler, mind motivate
1: Hustle, don't slow your fate, young street sing, a sweet lullaby, fast life, flow fly, stay high, chance take, pledge, cake, bitch, take,
0: flex cheese, take, squeeze, dodge steed. The only way orders maintained through honor Rule break is still under rules, operate, it's you built for the weight of these moves undertook I fall like a cake and it's like a cup. I just find this song incredibly creative in so many ways. It's a fantastic beat, first and foremost. The drumming's fantastic. It's it's quirky. It, again, it's reined in. It defines this record, but Shabazz Pal- Palaces is just really bringing this thing together. It's vocally forward, and this record really doesn't contain a lot of that. It's almost just a straightforward instrumental record, and. It really provides a different shade for this thing. And I think it's just a fantastic pairing. It's a fantastic feature. You rarely hear me say that on this show. Uh, because I'm not a huge fan of just artists loading features onto their record. But in this one case, in Juice Beat Crips, it works absolute wonders. And the features are the best elements of this album, period. Now... Uh Tune Yards also come in on a few features near the end. Tunyards released an album last year that I thought was decent. It sort of fell out of favor with me. It was going to be in my top 50 of the year. Uh, but Tunyards Yards have always been sort of off the wall as well. And they've sort of done to folk music what Battles have done to math rock. And so it's just a natural pairing. And their two songs that they did were Last Supper on the Shasta, part one, and then part two. And we're going to listen to the first part, right now and then we're going to go into my closing thoughts of the record So moving on to my closing thoughts of this record. This is a flawed but really great record. I'd highly suggest checking this thing out. The things it does well are its features, its beats, its drumming, the instrumentation on this record is solid, the production is solid on this record. However, I do feel like it is marred by a few things. The first thing I feel like it is marred by is I think a lot of the songs take a little bit too long to develop at the start. And the second thing is, I feel like a lot of the songs are sort of background. As you listen to the album and as you go through it chronologically, it begins to feel less interesting, less visceral, less grabbing of your attention. And that's unfortunate. But I think fundamentally, this is the best Battles record released in about seven years. It's a great addition to the discography. I highly suggest you go check it out, it's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. It's all over the place. I'm giving this a 7.5 out of 10 on the low side. But it's worth checking out. Very great record. We're going to close out with Last Supper on Shasta Part 2. Thanks for listening to The Spin Room, guys.